Special Teams Coordinator Cam Accord has joined us. We're going to start with Phil Perry, followed by Evan Lazar. Hey, Cam, how's it going? Good, Phil. How are we doing this morning? Good, good. Um, I'm curious, after cutdown day the other day, it probably went from you having a an incredibly large number of people to manage down to a slightly more manageable number of people. But how, how does your job change uh, between maybe last Friday and, and today in terms of the guys that you're working with? You know, that's one of the unique positions about being in the special teams is you get to work with so many different guys um, and just try to put them in the best position and the fundamentally. And then once the cutdowns happen, now you're like, all right, what kind of position can I put this guy in to succeed the most? And now you're juggling so many guys. Um, you go from having a backup at every position to now one guy's backing up four spots or this guy's backing up three spots. So it's, you know, that's probably the biggest enjoyment slash challenge that I have um, as a special teams coach is figuring out who can fit in so many different roles um, amongst them, who can, you know, hey, I, he does this really well, this guy does that really well, how can I get them both on the field, even if they are playing the same position? You know, it's a little bit different from an offensive and defensive. Everybody's got like a, call it a backup running back. You know, he's going to be able to run back. Well, our backup off tackle on kickoff return may also be the backup center. He may be the backup end. So it's just finding that guy that would, the techniques and the fundamentals that he has and the skill set, what positions and how he can handle the majority of situations. And that's the hardest challenge, to be honest with Phil, but that's also the most enjoyable because now you're like, all right, I put this guy in position. It worked out. That's the best part about it. So, Great. Thanks, Cam. Yep, thank you. Next question, Doug Kide, followed by Alex Barth. Good morning, Cam. Uh, just wanted to ask what confidence level you have and the guys in the return positions, punt return and kick return. Morning, Doug. It, you know, that position as a group, you know, we got a lot of different guys who are working back there, um, just trying to, you know, put the guys in the best position, working a lot of guys, especially the situation we're in this year. You never know what may happen, what may happen throughout the week. So, you know, going right now, they're doing good every day. They're getting better every day. And that's all we can ask of them right now. Uh, next question, Alex Barth. I'll encourage anybody else to raise a hand if you have a question. Morning, Cam. Morning, Alex. Seems like this year you guys have had a turnover in terms of the special teams core, not just Steven, but Brandon opted out. Uh, Nate Abner uh, is gone. Brandon King's on IR. And it almost seems like you have less of those dedicated special teams guys. I'm curious if that's how you see it and how that views like you were talking about before uh, setting the depth chart. You know, the biggest thing we try to teach the guys is each guy has to establish his roles. And, and that's the biggest thing is as these guys are in practice and they're working together, you know, they're starting to establish roles. Certain guys are starting to show up here, show up there. And that's also going to be a progression because we didn't have preseason games this year is who are going to take some of these roles, you know, and guys are starting to step up in those positions. Um, and we just got to continue to move forward. And it's going to be an evolving process this year, obviously, uh, throughout the season. But those guys obviously were great players when they were here, good players. They helped us out. But it's kind of like the philosophy. The next guy's got to move up. And that goes back to, you know, reference Phil's questions. Who's the, the next guys? Who are the guys we can put in those positions? And then that's the part of my job as a coach is I've got to put those guys and find those guys to fill those roles. Uh, next question, Bob Sosi, followed by Jim McBride. Thanks, Stacy. Good morning, Cam. Morning, Bob. How are you doing? And doing well. I want to ask you about the difference when you have two kickers like you do now 
on, on the practice squad at the moment between a rookie in the NFL and, and someone who has the kind of experience that Nick does, uh, I'm, I'm sure that the, the skill set for a kicker involves much more than just kicking the ball through the goalpost. All the things that a kicker has to, to think about and do at this level, how do you describe that gap that a rookie faces in the NFL versus college? And how much does that factor into your evaluation of that player over the course of time from the beginning of training camp to this point? You know, I think that goes, you know, not just in the kicker position, but as position as a whole. Anytime you have a rookie and you have a veteran, um, you know, it the uh, biggest thing for the rookie guy to do is to learn from the older guy. Um, and there is a gap in the ability to learn and process in the mo- many situations they've been in. Um, so you just got to do your best and put them in the most situations you can um, to create game environments. Because we obviously, like I said, we didn't have that. So many pressure situations that we can establish in a game, um, whether it's just Nick or Justin, those guys out there, other players, you know, we're just trying to put them in the most pressure situations and see, you know, every day, you know, it's a challenge get out there and to just improve every day out there with those guys. And Bill mentioned the difficulty of evaluating a kicker in August in New England versus what you're going to experience come November and December. What have you learned in your time here? Uh, alongside Joe in the past and in, in, in your role about kicking in New England and the difficulty of doing that? Well, first off, never trust the weather. You, you don't have a clue what's going to happen. I'm just telling you, it's supposed to be sunny, it'll be rain. Um, so, but, you know, the best thing you can do is it does evolve. You know, it gets cold here, the wind's a factor. So you've got to find guys, you know, that can handle the elements up here, um, kicking, and, and you have to be, it changes on a game-by-game basis. Um, you may be banging touchbacks out the back because it's nice and sunny and it's beautiful. And the next time you play, it's rain, it's wind, and you're like, all right, now we're having to cover kicks. You know, so it changes game by game. And that a lot of that goes into pregame adjustments and like, all right, well, this is the weather today. So how are we going to handle, you know, this today? And that and that's part of the coaching of it going into the game and knowing where your guys are. Thanks, Cam. Thank you. I think we're going to end up making this one the last question. Uh, go ahead, Jim McBride. Uh, good morning, Kim. Uh, this kind of piggybacks off Bob's question. Uh, how do you find uh, enough pressure situations and snaps for two guys at this stage in, uh, in, in practice? Morning, Jim. So I think the one thing we can do is just look at situations that throughout the history have ever showed up um, and try to replicate those. Like, mentally give it to them you know hey is this down in distance it's a game winner it's a last second field goal it's a, any situation you can think of that shows them the kicking game you got to tell the guy when he's right before he's going out potentially what's going to happen um and it's not like a game let's just be but the closest we can get it to it we have to and you know you may just throw out there something at practice like oh nope that didn't that didn't happen there was a penalty randomly or something like that just to make them mentally think like oh okay reset their mental clock, um, get them back, throw them back to the side, just anything we can do to make it harder than what it's going to be like in the game. And, you know, that's part of it. You know, players don't really like that too much when you're trying to just force adversity, adversity, adversity and challenge situations. But that's what we have to do. Um, and that's what we have to approach it every day. It's just as much as you can rely on the past, the film study, and just recreate those situations in a game as best you can. Thanks, Jim. Thank you very much, Cam. Uh, we're going to clear the deck for uh, Steve Belichick will be next. Okay, yeah, you, yeah. Cam. Um, 